Hey there fantasy owners, LTC Fantasy here. Not sure if you're chiming in watching via YouTube or listening via podcast, but really do appreciate you checking out the episode no matter how you're streaming it. Also want to thank our current and new subscribers. Really do appreciate the support. And if you haven't subscribed yet, please do so. That way you can make sure you catch all three episodes put out every fantasy week to hopefully help strengthen your roster. As well, daily we on YouTube, we do put out short videos, just a quick fix, looking at three to four different players for the next day's games to hopefully help strengthen your roster and secure that victory for you. Uh, today is our week four strategy episode, so we're going to be looking at this week's schedule to hopefully find you the advantage and get you those piece or pieces that you need to, well, strengthen your roster and hopefully secure the win for you. Uh, some things to note, it's an alternating week, really light night, really heavy night. So Monday there's only three games, Tuesday 12 games, Wednesday down to two games, Thursday 13 games, Friday two games, Saturday 14 games, Sunday three games. So Monday, Wednesday, Friday, Sunday really, really light, Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday pretty freaking heavy there. Uh, do note it's only a two-game week for St. Louis, Winnipeg, and Minnesota, and also Columbus and Colorado. They're doing the European tour there, so they don't play until Friday. they got games Friday and Saturday. Uh, Four-game weeks for a few teams there, being Anaheim, Buffalo, Carolina, Detroit, Florida, Washington, and L.A. there. So we will cover the Monday and Wednesday light nights. Uh, Friday and Sunday light nights will be covered in our weekend ads episode later in the week. But light nights will be where there's a little more wiggle room in your roster. And we will also cover all the teams that have four games this week. So we'll start off with LA and Washington. They play three games in the first four nights this week. That way if you get a player off of them, you help you jump out hopefully to that early lead. And then later in the week, if you watch the weekend ads episode, pick up somebody that gets two games over the weekend for that three-game player. Potentially you get five games out of that one slot, depending if you keep like a rotating slot open on your roster. Uh, then we'll cover Buffalo and Carolina. They both play three of the four light nights this week. Those are the lightest nights where there'll be most wiggle room, probably a little more value than your other streamers. Uh, then we will cover the remaining Monday teams that we haven't covered yet. Then we'll cover the remaining Wednesday teams. And then we'll finish off with a couple of teams that have four game weeks that don't play Monday or Wednesday. So basically we'll get right into it now. Uh, some D-men that have three... Three games in the first four nights. Do note that they both play Monday, Tuesday, and Thursday. So the first one is Sean Dursey from LA. He's playing second pairing, second power play unit. He's only owned in 25% of Yahoo leagues. He has four points in his last six games, so really picked up his production. Two of those points are on the power play and 10 shots on goal. Like I mentioned, pretty good production. He does chip in a few hits and blocks. He's not going to absolutely devastate you in the category. But he's not going to push you over the top in those cats either. But either way, he's a pretty good streaming option. Uh, next one in Washington's Dmitry Orlov. He's owned in 31% of Yahoo leagues. Playing on the top pairing and second power play unit. He has been really hot the last week and a bit here. He has four points in his last four games. Seven shots on goal, seven hits, nine blocks. Uh, in the 
three, four points in four games. Should mention that three of those assists were just in one game, but overall his other cats are really good. So if you're picking them up for three games, there should be able to balance out for you. Uh, he has pretty steady production in all categories, so he would be a decent streaming option. The last one in Washington's Nick Jensen. He's only owned in 2% of Yahoo leagues, plays on that second pairing, but he's been putting up some points lately. He has 5 points in his last 6 games, 8 hits and 10 blocks. So he's not really known for his offense, but he is on a hot streak there, so that gives you a little bit of an added bonus if he can chip in an assist or two there. He is really good in his hit and block total, so he's going to add some value there. Then if he chips in a point or two, it's more of a bonus. It would be more of a deep league option just because his track record says there's not going to be a lot of offense there, but an option for you, especially with a condensed schedule there. So we'll move along to some forwards that have three games in the first four nights this week. Again, LA and Washington, they're playing Monday, Tuesday, and Thursday. So one of the light nights, two of the heavier nights there. But the first one's Victor Arvidsson. Listed as left winger, right winger. He's owned in 15% of Yahoo leagues. Plays on the second line. Gets some kind of flip-flops between first power play, second power play. We'll say second power play for the sake of this. Uh, he was a... He's off to kind of a slow start production-wise, but he was a really good streamer last year, had a fairly productive season. He did have three points two games ago there, goose egg the other night, so he may be showing he's ready to get back into form. An option for you, low ownership, so might be available in your league, especially with a condensed schedule there. Uh, next one from L.A. is Gabriel Velarde, listed as left wing, right wing, only owned in 39% of Yahoo leagues. Playing on the third line, gets second unit, sometimes some top power play unit time. He has six goals and four assists for 10 points there, so already up to six goals there. 23 shots on goal. He's really been a nice surprise offensively this year, like super hot. He's... Worth riding right now on a hot streak, not like you're committed to him all season and with a condensed schedule. Might be a pretty strong streaming option for you. Uh, next one from LA is Philip Daniel, Listed as a center, owned in 18% of Yahoo leagues. Plays on that second line and second power play unit. He uh, He's currently on a three-game point streak, has three points in those three games. He's six shots on goal and two blocks in those three games, so... Seems to be hitting his stride. He was a fairly decent, not great streamer last year, but a decent streamer, and he starts to be hitting his stride after he got off to a really slow start, but he seems to be picking it up there, so it might be an option for you. Uh, over in Washington, look at Dylan Strom, listed as center right winger, owned in 24% of Yahoo League, centering that top line right now and top power play unit. He's been picking it up. Five points his last six games with ten shots on goal. And like I mentioned, he's centering Ovechkin on that top line and the top power play unit. So good chance that he can get an assist or two with Ovechkin generally scoring a bunch of goals there. So he's definitely worth streaming, I think, on a condensed schedule. Uh, next one's TJ Oshie from Washington there. Listed as center right winger, owned in 44% of Yahoo leagues. He's on that second line and top power play unit. Last seven games, he's put up five points and has had 20 hits. So if hits are counted in your league, definitely add some value for you there. He's 
Producers had a pretty decent clip with the five points in seven games. He's worth streaming. He is injury prone, but if it's a short-term rental, so to speak, Oshi kind of fits the bill, especially with a condensed schedule there. Uh, last one from Washington's Marcus Johansson, listed as left winger, right winger, only owned in 4% of Yahoo leagues, plays on that second line and top power play unit, and he's been fairly decent of late, having four points in his last five games. Three of those four points have been on the power play and nine shots on goal. As I mentioned, he's been playing well of late. He might be worth a chance in a deeper league. He's obviously kind of faded offensively the last few years, but with him on a little bit of a hot streak there, might be worth streaming with the condensed schedule. So we'll move along to some demon. They get three of the four light nights this week. Do note on uh, Buffalo, they're Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, those light nights. Carolina plays Monday, Friday, and Sunday there. So from Carolina, we'll look at Brady Shea. Again, Monday, Friday, Sunday. He's owned in 20% of Yahoo leagues. Plays on that second pairing. He's put up three points the last six games, so half point per game. He has 14 shots on goal and 11 hits. Seems to be a pretty steady, safe streamer as he puts up okay production, adds value in those secondary uh, categories there. So could provide some value for you depending how your league is formatted there. Uh, next one is Jacob Slavin. He's owned in 52% of Yahoo leagues. Plays in that top pairing. He has two points the last four games with 12 shots on goal and eight blocks. He's been... Decent offensively of late after a really slow start there, kind of unlike him. He usually hovers or just over the half point per game. But he's good in pretty much every category, so he should be should be a fairly safe streamer for the off nights there if he's available. So now we'll move along to some forwards that play three light nights this week. Again, Buffalo is Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, and Carolina is Monday, Friday, and Sunday. Uh, so Victor Olofsson from Buffalo, he's listed as a right winger, owned in 13% of Yahoo leagues, plays on the second line, second power play unit. He's been fairly decent. He has five points in seven games with 20 shots on goal. So obviously he shoots a lot there. Uh, all but he did have one three-point game, one two-point game. So it is kind of a risk-reward play. It, like five points in seven games sounds pretty good, but it was three points one game to the other. So it's kind of a risk-reward play. It seems like if he gets a point, it's going to be in bunches. If he doesn't get a multi-point game, you're going to get goose eggs there. But he will still provide some shots on goal for you. Uh, next one's Casey Middlestad. He's listed as a center, only owned in 7% of Yahoo leagues. Plays on the second line and on that top power play unit. Excuse me. He has five points in his last five games played there. He is in the top six and getting some power play time. He's a little risky, but is producing better than he has in his last few seasons there. So depending how deep your league is, might be an option for you there. Uh, going over to Carolina, look at Seth Jarvis. Listed as left winger, right winger. Owned in 56% of Yahoo leagues. Plays on the top line, second power play unit. He has three points in six games so far, so not horrible, but you'd like this little bit more than half point per game. But in that, he's been plus three, 
15 shots on goal and 5 blocks. So he's been contributing in other ways. Yes, he's been a little underwhelming offensively, but he is playing on that top line in Carolina there. So he should start producing, hopefully. And even if he doesn't, with only two teams, maybe three teams playing on the light nights that he plays there, or two or three games, sorry, on the light nights that he's playing there, should be able to chip in on those other categories and give you a little bit of an edge there. Uh, next one is Martin Nikas, listed as a right winger, owned in 44% of Yahoo Leagues. Plays second line, top power play unit. He's been hot. Eight points in six games played. Got another point tonight as I'm recording this, so nine points in seven games. Not sure if it's a power play point. He does have two power play points before tonight. 15 shots on goal. He's been off to a great offensive start there. <laughs> he also gets a few face-off wins because if somebody gets waved out, he tends to take the draw there. Basically, no blocks or hits, but just with that offensive production, pretty darn good streamer for you on an off night there. And the last one, Stefan Nosen. Listed as a right winger, available everywhere, 0% owned. Uh, on the fourth line and top power play unit, but he's put up four points in the last three games there. He really is a deep, deep, deep league play there. Yes, he's on a little bit of a hot streak having four points in three games. The only reason I mention him for deep leagues is that he does get top unit power play time, but he does play on the fourth line, so he doesn't get a whole bunch of ice time there, but it might pay off in a deeper league. Snow will go to the remaining Monday uh, teams that we haven't covered yet. Uh, Detroit has four games this week. St. Louis only has a three-game week there. Uh, so on the back end, look at Philip Horonic, owned in 22% of Yahoo leagues, played on the second pairing top power play unit. It's been hot of late, having five points in his last six games. Three of those on the power play. Excuse me. I got to get a nap in during the day here. Uh, nine shots on goal, 11 hits. He really has been good this season, and he's bumped up to the top power play unit. So if he's available, pretty good streamer for you, especially on those light nights. Uh, next one is Oli Mata from Detroit there, owned in 4% of Yahoo leagues. He's on the second pairing there. He's been pointless the last three games, but before that he put up five points in the previous four games to start with nine shots on goal on the season's 15 blocks. So the offense has cooled off, but he's still contributing in those secondary cats. Even with only a few games on Monday there, might be worth streaming in a deep league. Uh, so are the remaining Monday forwards now. Again, Detroit has four games. St. Louis has three games. Uh, up front, look at Dominic Kubalik from Detroit there. Left winger, right winger, owned in 64% of Yahoo leagues. Plays on the top line, top power play unit. He's off to one hell of a start there. 10 points in seven games with 19 shots on goal. He's obviously fitting in great in Detroit. He's getting top line minutes. He's relegated to third line and kind of basically told to hit the road out of Chicago there. So definitely worth, if he's available in your league, definitely worth streaming with that kind of production. Uh, over in St. Louis, look at Ryan O'Reilly, listed as a center, owned in 58% of Yahoo leagues. Is centering the top line second power play unit? Oh, excuse me. He does only have one goal this season and 16 shots on goal. He is a risky option at this point with how low his production is, but he is a better player, so he's bound to 
bust out. I think taking a chance on him might be worth it on a light night. Not necessarily over a multiple game schedule there, but depending how your league is formatted and who's available, might be worth taking a chance on there. He also does win you a ton of face-offs if face-off wins are counted in your league there. Uh, next one is Ivan Barbashev, listed as center left winger, owned in 25% of Yahoo leagues. Currently on the top line, top power play unit. He's same as Riley, only one goal in the six games played, but he does have 13 shots on goal, 11 hits, and 5 blocks. So he's a little better in the other categories than O'Reilly, so he might be more favorable to stream because he can contribute in more than one area than just points. Again, he'd be a little bit of a risky option with the lack of points, but if it's a broad-based league, might be worth streaming with how light Monday is there. Uh, so now we'll go to the remaining Wednesday D-men that we haven't covered. And do note that all of these players all have three-game weeks this week. Uh, start off in Pittsburgh. Look at Marcus Pedersen, only owned in 5% of Yahoo leagues, playing on that second pairing. He has four points in seven games played, so a little bit better than half point per game. Ten shots on goal, 17 hits, 13 blocks. Of course, the offense a little bit of a surprise, not known for his offense, but he is producing right now at a little bit better than half, uh, half point per game there. And the secondary stats have been pretty good, so even if the offense does dry up, he contributes in other ways there, so might be worth streaming with how light Wednesday is. Uh, next one is Rasmus Sun Sandine, almost said Sundine, but Sandine, <laughs> uh, 11% owned in Toronto there. On the second pairing, second power play unit, uh, since getting his ice time bumped up and getting that extra power play time, uh, he four games ago, he's put up two points in those four games, so half point per game. Both of those points have been on the power play. Five shots on goal, 11 hits, and four blocks, so... Contributing pretty much in all different kind of categories there with getting that increased ice time. And it doesn't look to be ending soon, so should be a fairly safe streamer for you, especially with how late Wednesday is there. Uh, some remaining Wednesday forwards now. Again, all of these players do only have a three-game week. Uh, so we'll start off in Pittsburgh. Look at Ricard Raquel. Listed as left winger, right winger, owned in 53% of Yahoo leagues. Playing on the top line, top power play unit. He does have four points in seven games this year and 26 shots on goal. So, ton of shots on goal. He has alternated games of zero points, then he'll get a point or two points and zero points and a point, then zero points and a point kind of a thing there. So, But he does shoot a lot there. So, with it being a light night, should be a fairly good streamer. Not sure if it's... Wednesday is night to get a point or night to get a zero in the alternating point, no point kind of thing there going on, but should be fairly safe streamer for you. Uh, next one in Pittsburgh is Jeff Carter, listed as a center, owned in 12% of Yahoo leagues, is on that second line right now. I uh, kind of got bumped up with Zucker missing the last game there. Might go back down to his third line role if Zucker is only injured short time there but is a staple on the second power play unit. And he has six points in seven games played, 16 shots on goal, nine hits, and nine blocks. So he's quietly been a pretty consistent producer in all categories there, so he should be a fairly safe streamer for you. Uh, going over to Toronto, look at Nick Robertson there, listed as a left winger, owned in 24% of Yahoo leagues, 
On that second line, second power play unit, he has three points in four games since being called up. Eight shots on goal, four hits, three blocks. He's actually been pretty decent fantasy value since being called up. It should be a fairly good streamer as long as he stays in that top six there. I don't see, especially on light nights, why you can't take a chance on him, depending how deep your league is there. Uh, over in Philly, there's a few of them. Look at Joel Farabee, listed as center left winger, owned in 5% of Yahoo leagues. Up in that top line now, top power play unit, and he has five points in his last three games played with seven shots on goal, two hits, two blocks. He's obviously really finding his production since moving up to the top line and should be a decent streaming option and should stay there for a few games yet. Uh, next one is Kevin Hayes, listed as a center, owned in 21% of Yahoo leagues. Again, top line, top power play unit. He has 10 points in 7 games played, so really good production there. Four of those points have been on the power play and 15 shots on goal. He has been on fire to start. If he is available in your league, definitely worth taking a chance on streaming him. I know centers, there can be quite a few options there, so it depends who you need to drop to fit him in. But if you can make it work on your roster, should be a fairly safe option for you. Last one is rounding off their top line. Travis Konechny, listed as a right winger, owned in 52% of Yahoo leagues. Again, top line, top power play unit. He has 8 points in 7 games played there. 20 shots on goal, 8 hits and 6 blocks. So, he does have, of the points, 4 of them... Four games, he has multi-point games. Four two-point games to make up his eight points. And then three games, zero points. So he can be a little bit streaky there. But his other cats are decent, so he should be a fairly safe stream. Especially with how light Wednesday is here. So now we'll cover a couple of teams that still have four games this week. Uh, that don't play on Monday or Wednesday. And the first one's Anaheim there. So look at Cam Fowler, owned in 8% of Yahoo leagues. Plays on the top line, second power play unit. He does only have one point in seven games played. But does have nine shots on goal and 11 blocks. So the lack of production does make him uh, more of a risky option, especially since he doesn't play Monday or Wednesday. He does have a light night later in the week there, but... Might be a little bit riskier just with the lack of production, but he does contribute in some other categories. So he might be a, more of a later in the week streamer for you. Or depending what's available and how deep your league is, you might want to use him on a Tuesday or Thursday depending on injuries, etc. Uh, the other four-game team is Florida. So look at Brandon Montour, owned in 29% of Yahoo leagues. Playing on the top line, top power play unit. And he put up five points his last five games here. 11 shots on goal, six hits, six blocks. So he's been pretty solid this year, contributing everywhere. Hits and blocks only six and five. Still averages over one per game there. So not going to absolutely win it for you in those categories. But definitely not going to hurt you. It's a lot better than a lot of out there. And the production's there. And as long as Ekblad is out and Uyghur got shipped out in the offseason, definitely opens up opportunity. And he's taken advantage of it so far. So next are remaining four-game forwards there. We'll start off in Anaheim again. Look at Mason McTavish. Listed as a left winger. Owned in 24% of Yahoo leagues. Plays second line, second power play unit. He has four points in seven games played there with 12 shots on goal. He is a young kid. He's a little bit streaky. 
to be expected with a younger player there. But you can't deny how offensively talented it is. So on a four-game week, you might be worth an option in a deeper league there. Uh, next one's in Florida. Look at Carter Verhege, listed as a left winger, owned in 39% of Yahoo leagues. Plays on that top line, second power play unit. He has four points in his last five games played now, 11 shots on goal. He was off to a very slow start, but has been starting to get it going. And with being Barkov's wingman there, he should be a fairly decent streaming option. I know he definitely was last year because I streamed him a fair bit last year. Uh, next one's Anton, Anton Lundell, listed as a center. Also owned in 39% of Yahoo leagues. Centers at third line, second power play unit. He has two points in his last three games there with eight shots on goal. He really did have a really solid rookie season last year. <laughs> Mind you, their third line really did produce last year with Lindell and Marchment, etc. There, He is off to a slow start, but seems to be picking it up the last few games there. So might be worth taking a chance on, or at least watch his production, see if he does keep it going. Might be something to stream later on for you. And the last one from Florida is E2 Listerinen. Listed as center left winger, owned in 2% of Yahoo leagues. On that third line, second power play unit. And he has 6 points in 8 games played there with 10 shots on goal and 5 blocks. His, when you actually break it down game by game, his stat line does look a little bit streaky there. But his overall numbers have been pretty good there, so he might be worth streaming in a deep league for you. Really do hope you did enjoy today's episode. If you did and you're watching via YouTube, remember to hit like, hit subscribe, remember that notification bell. If you're listening via podcast, remember to hit that heart, hit follow, hit subscribe, depending what platform you're listening on there. And we'll be out in a bit with our waiver wire and weekend ads episodes later this week. And good luck there, fantasy owners. We'll talk to you soon.